0: what is going on if you coaches welcome to another episode of the change lives make money Online trainer podcast it's your boy b mark coming at you with another episode and my business partner Cole de silva is on a flight so he will not be joining us but i'm solo i'm four days out from my show and i'm fucking exhausted i'll be honest with you guys i'm so tired i'm like starting to eat carbs right now and i haven't eaten a lot of carbs in a while so my body's i'm like passing out every every like 30 minutes but we here we're here to serve we're here to change lives. Pod Chats is a podcast where I talk to my clients and they come up and they get to ask me questions. So we've got some clients in the waiting room waiting to ask some questions. And as they come in, I'm here to serve. So without further ado, we got our first man up, Mr. Jay Askew. What's good, King? What's going on, Brian? How you doing, man? I'm doing great. I love the dreads, bro. They look
1: great. Appreciate it, bro. So I didn't know I was going to be first, but that's that's exciting. So most recently, I've been having a lot less engagement on social media, Instagram, and Facebook. I feel like that has led me into scarcity, money myths. It's hard to make money online. I don't know where to go with this because I have backtracked to, you know, cold DMs saying happy birthday and messaging people who went to the same college as me. I have been having more conversations, but I I know it's been a, a lot more easier for me to get a warm lead into booking a call. So I guess any advice or mindset switch that I need to have would be great.
0: Cool. So great question. Thank you for asking. I want to start with the content first. So first things first is whenever I'm dealing with a situation, you guys, I always try to approach it from like a logical standpoint. All right. So the first problem that you brought up is you're getting a lot less engagement on social media, correct? Yes. Okay. So the first question I'm going to ask you, is there anything different that you're doing now that you weren't doing before?
1: Yes. I was sitting down at my desk. Went to content, Paul told me to get out, show my physique because I was ripped. I changed my avatar a couple of times over the past few months as well. So that that might be it.
0: Okay. So how many followers do you have on social media before you change your avatar? I have about twenty one hundred. Twenty one hundred. Okay. And who are you speaking to before and who are you speaking to now?
1: I was speaking to men and women who wanted to build muscle to yeah. lose in a specific amount of time. And now I'm talking to my old self, which is skinny men or women who wants to build muscle.
0: Okay. So, first things first is whenever I notice, so let's say like um if I'm ever noticing a downward trend in my business and this is good advice for all of you guys, if I'm ever noticing a downward trend in my business, the first thing I do is I ask myself when did the downward trend start? So, I always try to approach it from a logical standpoint. Now, you're telling me that you did change your avatar a couple times in the last few months, and whenever you change your avatar, you have to understand that you're not only changing your avatar, you're also changing your audience which means that the audience that you currently built, you're no longer going to be servicing those people on that level. Like as an example, we've got Kenny Duzalt, who's in the mastermind right now, and he speaks to fighters. If all of a sudden Kenny's like, I'm a jump roper, right? And he starts putting out jump rope content, he could blow up on social media, but that content is going to take three, six, 12 months to hit. Does that make sense? Yes. So so you said you changed your avatar. Can I ask you why you changed your avatar?
1: Yeah. I started to hate it, bro, to be honest. Like I started to feel like I was in negative mindset. I didn't like online coaching. I felt like it was a nine to five. I've never felt that way. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because I started off being a content creator for myself, you know, showing my progress off. When I got into online coaching, I was willing to help any and everybody. Yeah. Most of the people came in wanting to lose fat. I've never had to do that in my life. I found out that that doesn't, it doesn't feel authentic to me, even though I can help people, but that's the main
0: reason. So it doesn't feel authentic for you to help people lose fat, is that what you're saying?
1: Right, correct.
0: I, can I be 100% honest with you? Yeah. Like 95% of the population wants to lose fat, 95%. Mm-hmm. That being said, so I'm gonna tell you a story about myself, so I think we identified the problem. So when I was an online fitness coach day, I like, I loved coaching competitors. It was my favorite thing in the fucking world. Because when you tell a fitness competitor what to do, they just do it. They're like, oh, you want me to fucking eat broccoli for six meals a day and six ounces of chicken breast and do an hour of cardio? Sure, I'll do it. You give that to a fat loss client and they're like, well, I don't fucking like doing lunges and I don't like doing this and I don't like doing that. It's like lifestyle clients versus competitor clients. They're just, it's just night and day. It's just a completely different ballgame, right? And so if I just focused on competitors, yes, I could build a business with just competitors. But the Mm -hmm. amount of time that it would take, like, because think about the percentage of the population that enters fitness competitions. Out of like 100,000 people, there's maybe, you know, 5% that will ever do a fitness competition. So instantly now I've like narrowed down the amount of people that I can help by like a significant amount. So I loved coaching competitors. So that's what I did. And that was my biggest passion, but I needed to pay my fucking bills. So I took on a lot of lifestyle clients where I could help them lose fat and get in shape. Mm -hmm. That being said, it's not like all my content was like, my content, Jay, was like authentic to me. And so because I had a lot of lifestyle clients, like you're a fitness coach, you know how to lose weight. That doesn't mean all of your fucking content needs to be about weight loss. But I think that it would make sense to have content where you're educating people on how to lose weight. Because I remember I was working with a guy, this was back in Aesthetic Nation. He had a very similar switch as you, Jay, where he was like, he was a skinny guy. He put on a bunch of muscle. And so he started putting out content about that, but his income went down and the reason his income went down is the amount of people that need to add lean muscle versus the amount of people like think about 100 people that you know how many people are too skinny versus how many people are overweight it's like 95% mm-hmm. of people are overweight 5% of people are too skinny does that make sense yeah definitely which means you just narrowed down the amount of people that are actually going to fucking fuck with your content by like now there's only 5% of people out of you know your 2100 followers versus like you had 90% of people out of your 2100 followers which is why your content's getting less engagement on social media does that make sense yeah most definitely That being said, I'm not saying that all of your content needs to be like, here's how you lose weight. And I think that this is where a lot of you guys get stuck with your content creation. And a lot of you guys lose passion for your business because you only put out stuff that your audience wants to see, Mm -hmm. right? Whereas like, if you guys look at my Instagram page, I'm posting my prep updates. I'm not a fucking prep coach. I've like, there's nothing about like, I don't take on any fitness clients at all, but I'm passionate about my prep. So I'm sharing my prep updates. It has absolutely nothing to do with business, but it's who I am and who I am as a person. So I think the reason that you lost passion for your business isn't because you had the wrong avatar. I think the reason that you lost passion for your business is because you stopped being a content creator. Mm. And so you changed your fucking avatar to solve a problem that didn't need to be solved. Whereas like your business was doing well before, correct? Yeah. Yeah, you're doing well and you're still doing well. Your content's getting less engagement. So what Mm. I'm saying to you is that I'm like, I know I'm suggesting that you change back your avatar, But the reason I'm suggesting that is because 50% of your content should be helping your audience and 50% of your content should be for you. I'm a firm believer of that. That's like a new belief that I have. So if you go to my page, it's like 50% of my content's like, here's the best time to post on Instagram. If you have a sales call and you have an objection, here's how to overcome it. You know, here's how you should use a hook in your next video. And then the other 50% of my content's like, here's my prep update. Here's my opinion on fucking excuses. Here's why you're a fucking loser and not a winner. Like that shit that like I feel good about. So I'm saying to you that I think the reason that your content engagement is going down is like, it's, I think it has everything to do with the fact that you solve the wrong problem. I think you should go back to the avatar where you're serving men and women that are trying to lose weight, but you shouldn't make all of your content about that. And then you should ask yourself, you said you're a content creator. What do you like to create content about? You're asking me right now? Yeah. Building muscle foods that I eat
1: um, because I'm not a big cooker. I'm not a big meal prepper, things like that.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, fuck, maybe share maybe. that. So, like, have 50% of your content be your fitness journey, mm-hmm. like documenting your progress and showing people what you're doing, and then help people lose weight. Cause you have a bunch of weight loss clients right now, correct? Yep. Anything that you teach them, just fucking share on social media. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Never looked at it that way. It's like of- you don't have to come up with content ideas. Like, you're teaching your students all day. Just take those ideas and teach that on social media. The next time you have a client check in where you like give somebody a piece of feedback. On like, you know, maybe it's, you know, on here and of their plan or whatever the fuck, just like write that down as in your content idea notes and then do a video about that. And now when you're doing, cause Cole suggested that you start showing your physique more and like changing up your content, whatever. Mm-hmm. So like if you're giving somebody, let's say you give some nutrition advice as an example, and that's in your content idea sheet. The next mm-hmm. time that you go bash, record content, go into the kitchen, take out your nutrition advice ideas, mm-hmm. do five videos on that in the kitchen with your food. And then bam, that's your like 50% for your audience shit. And then the 50% where you're actually creating content that you like is just like you in the moment, just doing whatever the fuck you want to do. Got you. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, this helps so much because I'm the type of guy who like goes all in when I have an idea. Like I'll buy camera gear and all this stuff just to record for like an idea I had. And I felt like I lost myself in that creation moment and not documenting who I am, which Mm -hmm. has made me out of touch with... Everything in the business. So,
0: you know, what's cool though is that when you actually get in touch with you and who you are as a person, you're Mm going to magnetize clients towards you. Like you literally become a fucking magnet because clients just fuck with your vibe. They're like, I like this guy. Got you. Make sense? Yeah. Thank you so much. You're welcome, bro. One more thing I wanted to touch on, and this is the mindset part of it. I didn't want to touch on that first because I think that there was a problem that needed to be solved, but the mindset, you guys, like you have to approach everything with a winner mentality. And for me, a winner mentality is like, Jay, there's like 7 billion people on this planet, bro. 7 billion. And like every no is one step closer to a yes. And every day that you don't get a sale is a day closer to the day that you get a sale. And it's like your next client is right around the corner. Your next client is the next DM away. It's like you have to have that optimistic attitude. Do you have a vision video that you listen to every day? Yes, I do. Mm -hmm. What does it say?
1: Well, it's not a particular one, but it is like more off of like just getting up, getting after it, staying positive.
0: Is it a vision video that you recorded though? Oh no. Okay. So I'm going to give you guys a hack. This is the first thing that you do when you join the million dollar mastermind, write down a video. What's the highest month you've ever made Jay? 6.4 K. Okay. So I want you to write down a video. It's going to be a letter to yourself and it's going to be for the December 31st, 2023. And it's going to say something like this It's December 31st, 2023. And I just hit my first $10,000 a month. I'm so fucking grateful. My social media is popping right now. I have floods of leads. I literally can't keep up. I'm so fucking grateful that I have 35 clients that are paying me $350 a month. I literally can't believe that I hit $10,000 a month, but here we fucking are. It's in the bank. I'm so fucking happy. Leads message me literally every single day saying my content inspires them. It motivates them. It changes their life. And they're so fucking grateful they found me on social media. I'm so happy and I'm so blessed that I've achieved every single goal that I set for myself. It's that vision. You got to keep that vision mm. because whether or not you like it, your brain is fucking sending you pictures. And the reason that you're in scarcity is the pictures that your brain is sending you is there's not enough leads. There's not enough clients. You know, this online coaching thing is like, I'm lucky, right? I'm not going to be able to make this money. So you, Jay, need to program your brain with the opposite. Gotcha. I'm abundant as fuck. And then when you slip into scarcity, you literally pull that video and you listen to it. I'm telling you, that's the only thing that's gotten me through this prep is that vision video, because there's been multiple days where I'm like, fuck this shit. I do not want to go to the gym. Don't want to do my fucking cardio. My weight isn't responding, blah, 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 blah. And then I listen to my own video and I'm like, I got this shit. Helpful? Gotcha.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. most definitely. Thank you. I'm going to apply it immediately. Or take action, King. I'm excited to see.
0: Gabriel, what's up? Yo, what's good, Brian? How you living? I'm fucking, I'm living, bro. I'm surviving. Four days out, baby. Love to hear it.
2: So my main question is somewhat similar to Jay's and just learning that most people out in the world are pretty much overweight. But the real question is really towards a legion. i I'm realizing that I'm more active towards on Facebook and adding people and getting more, a little bit more conversations flowing. However, on Instagram, it's literally the exact opposite. I've somewhat slowed down on IG and relatively I'm finding it more difficult to actually follow people because I realize it's the exact same people that listen to my stories, watch my posts. So I'm trying to just expand my audience by doing uh, following new people every day, like it says so in a legion, though, on IG, I'm finding it a little more challenging to do so by just going out of my friends list, and just adding people. But the main idea is really just struggling with legion, more so on Instagram compared to Facebook, really. So any thoughts or suggestions on that?
0: Yeah, so whenever I'm struggling with legion, the first thing I look at is content, because if there's not enough leads responding to my shit, that tells me that my content isn't hitting hard enough. So like, I'm going to tell you what I would do if I was in your scenario. If I was in your scenario and I was struggling with my lead flow and I wasn't really sure what first thing I'd be doing is 14 day challenge every six weeks. Because if I don't have a lot of leads, then I want to nurture the ones that I currently have. And so if I can get 20 people in a 14 day challenge every six weeks, I'm going to sell three of them every six weeks. Plus I'm going to start to collect testimonials. So for the next six months, I would set a calendar every six weeks. I'd run a 14 day challenge. Second thing I'd be doing, Gabrielle and I do this on a weekly basis. And I want you to do this right after this call, go into your content and write down the top 10 performing videos of the last 30. And then I want you to recreate five of those videos, because if your content isn't hitting, you're not going to get enough leads. But if you can get your content to hit, you're going to start to get more leads. So I go back into my last 30 videos, see which 10 perform the best, and I'd recreate those five and I'd repeat that process until my content started to hit. When your content starts to hit, you don't have to worry about leads anymore. So obviously you need to fucking make money, which is why I'm suggesting the 14 day challenge every six weeks. And also I would be, if Facebook is where it's easier for you to generate leads, I would be spending the majority of my time there. Like that's where I'd be spending most of my time. Jenning is like, if those conversations are flowing in Facebook and focus on Facebook and with Instagram, I would, again, until your content starts to hit every week, sit down, look at your top 10 performing videos, recreate five of those top performing videos until your content starts to hit. Once you have one or two videos that pops off, that's where you start to lean into and you start to do more of those. Okay. There's
2: it's more mainly about just focusing on the actual 14-day challenge You're really just getting people to get in it and just focusing on there and building up.
0: There's two ways to build a business. You can put up a billboard or you can knock on the doors. I prefer to put up a billboard. I prefer to do both. But like, if you want to grow your client base, you can put up a really sick billboard, aka your content, and people get drawn in, or you can knock on every door in the neighborhood, right? Both are effective, but like I would rather you focus on building a sick billboard than spend your time knocking on doors, because once you get the billboard that is super attractive, you're not going to have to knock on as many doors. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes enough sense. Cool. Helpful? Much helpful. Appreciate it, man. My man. What's up, Mel?
3: Hey, Brian. I just wanted to say thank you for last week.
0: Give the audience context, because I know what you're talking about, but not everybody does.
3: So last week, I came on, and I was very frustrated because didn't have any phone calls booked. I didn't have, I hadn't had any sales. And I was thinking that I was going to fail completely and lose everything. So I applied what you said to focus on my mindset, had a really good call with Zah. And I've got three phone calls booked today, three tomorrow, and I've sold about three or four people since we spoke. Let's so fucking you.
0: So you went from, <laughs> this is important because I think a lot of people in the audience need to hear this. You went, you literally last week when you came up, by the way, if you're on pod chats i can sense your energy all right so if you fucking come up and you ask a question and i know that there's something behind it i'm going to call it out so you came up you wanted to quit and what happened instead
3: yeah i just had to i succeeded i i've sold grateful people since then and it's just all about mindset completely
0: and the breakdown is it always happens right before the breakthrough everybody write that in the chat the breakdown yeah. always happens right before the breakthrough so all of you motherfuckers that feel like quitting All of you motherfuckers that are like, this is hard as fuck. The breakdown always happens before the breakthrough. I'm fucking proud of you. Good shit.
3: And also too, you did say it takes three to four weeks to actually see the efforts that you put in. And so it's just a case of being patient and trusting the process, just like our own fitness journey as well.
0: Mm, Thank you for that. So fucking good. How can I serve you today, girl? Did you have a question or did you just want to come say thank you? No,
3: no, no. no. I just wanted to come and update you like, because you told me to show up this week. So that's what (laughs) I was just
0: doing. Yeah. Okay. One piece of advice, Mel is yep. this energy. Keep it. Okay. Yeah. I want you to like walk around and be proud as fuck of yourself. And I want you to keep this energy. I want you to keep role- know, I'm
3: walking down the street. Like.
0: Yeah. Keep this energy. <laughs> keep keep role playing. Right. Keep practicing those calls. I saw in the group that you went over three on your last calls. I know that I saw that post. So I want you to practice role playing. Keep fucking guys. It's like, it's the reps that nobody sees that leads to the fucking $10,000 months. So it's those role plays that you're booking that nobody knows about. It's those fucking DMs that you're sending that nobody knows about. It's the reps that nobody sees that leads to the 10K month. So keep putting on those reps behind the scenes. I'm proud of you. Keep going.
3: Cool. Thank you so much.
0: You're welcome. Fucking lit. I love that. Good shit. What's up, Melanie Jackson?
3: What's
4: up? What's up? I am fucking stoked to see you uh, this weekend.
0: Oh, Um, you're coming.
4: Of course. Yeah, I'm in Houston. I live here. Oh, shit! You.
0: that's exciting. That's really <laughs> cool. I'm competing on Sunday, just so you know, not Saturday, but I'll be there Saturday, too.
4: Yeah, and That's perfect. But yeah, I won my first bodybuilding competition at Stafford Center.
0: So oh, that's crazy.
4: And I am I'm, so, so fucking stoked to see
0: you. <laughs> give me that energy. I'll take that energy.
4: <laughs> yes. So I will say one thing I'm like, y'all right. And I just want to tell everybody, please get out of your own fucking way. I will say, I will testify that I get in my way because of perfectionism and Mm. anxiety. And when things get thrown in my way and when I make this a priority because I'm so hella bent on, you know, being free to do other things. And I know that this is the first step to it. Um, I, you know, I see things happening in the right direction. I've had consistently a call every single day of the week. Mm-hmm. That has never happened before mm-hmm. in the past two, almost two years that I've been with you guys, because I just, you know, put my head down and started doing the work. Mm-hmm. Um, one question that I did have, because uh, I've been discussing discussing this with The Shrink, and I didn't get to you and Cole on time, because I know at the virtual conference, he mentioned about <clears throat> resentment. I do not know that I still have resentment built from 12 years that I had of schooling at a private school mm. and when I met or had a session with my psychologist, she suggested that I start uh, writing down letters to the various people that have had that effect on me or played into the issues that I had with my self-esteem and confidence and stuff mm. like that, which I have been doing. I, at this point, uh, when I had a session with him yesterday, I don't really, it's kind of like, I feel like in limbo. I don't feel like that relief after writing the letter, but I don't feel angry either. Mm. And I was kind of wondering if there, you had some insight on any other things that I could do besides mm-hmm. that to get closure on my end. So I can let it go and keep moving forward.
0: So I'm going to share a personal experience with you and maybe you'll get some value from this. And if you want the intro, Actually, I'm just, I'm going to type my email in the chat box for you. And any of you guys are interested on the podcast, uh, you guys can send me an email and I'll make the intro. So I had a, okay. I had a lot of resentment for my mom. And for those of you guys that don't know my story, my mom kicked me out when I was eight years old. And when I say kick me out, I was basically a fucking rambunctious eight year old and she didn't want to deal with me. So she called my grandma in front of me and was like, if you don't come pick him up, I'm going to send him to foster care. And like that memory, like literally like burned into my fucking brain for years. And I remember mm. like 14 to like. 21, I just like fucking hated her. At 21 years old, I was doing like a lot of like personal development, like Tony Robbins style stuff. And one of the things that I learned is that like anger is a poison that you like you want to give to somebody else, but it only hurts you. And so I started to do the work to let it go. I did a bunch of stuff. I did talking to therapists, and therapist was like okay for it, but I found that like doing therapy for me just surfaced the emotions and it didn't really like it just brought them to the surface. And then they were just, I was just aware of them. And I didn't really get to work right. through it. I did this like leadership course where they had me like talk to my previous self. That kind of worked. What actually fucking nailed at home though was doing hypnosis. And so there was one hypnotherapy session in particular. I talked about it on my YouTube channel. I don't know if I can find the video, but I literally had this like session with my hypnotherapist and I was like, fucking take me deep. I want to like deal with some like childhood shit. Like, so I went in super open-minded and I was like, I'm open-minded. I want to deal with my childhood trauma. And I went into this hypnotherapy session and she ended up taking me back to my childhood where I like saw myself as this like little kid and I got to give myself the love that I needed. So it was almost like I needed to work through the resentment towards my mom, but I also needed to work towards like self-hatred that I had towards myself for all of like mm. the the way that I felt about myself as a result of her kicking me out of my house. So I had to deal with that. So I went back and I dealt with that. and then. Once I gave myself the love that I needed, then I was brought face to face with my mom in the hypnotherapy session. And she's like, now say everything you've always wanted to say to her. And I literally was like screaming at the top of my lungs in my hypnotherapy session. I was like, everything I've ever wanted to say, I just like fucking unleashed. And I, I don't, I was like, wasn't even conscious for this. I was just like screaming at the top of my lungs. And then at the end of the hypnotherapy session, I like, for the first time in my whole life, I felt this like overwhelming sense of like relief. And I was like, "Holy fuck, that was it." So that's something that's worked really well for me. That's so if you want the email intro, I can make the intro to Shannon for you. She's fucking awesome. But that's my personal experience. I know that uh, Cole has a little bit of a different way. He's more of like a, he's more of a savage. I'm gonna fucking punch through my emotions, kind of guy. But uh, that's what worked for me. And I like. And now in terms of like the resentment that I feel towards my mom, it's not like me and her have a super close relationship. But I no longer feel like angry towards her it's just like that's just a part of my story now if that makes sense right
4: yeah 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 Yeah, I'll definitely go ahead and I'll email you that that's something to try yeah I'm always up for trying anything
0: I think at this point what I will say is like I'm not going to guarantee that it's going to work for you but what I will say is you need to explore different ways to fix it and when I say fix it I mean like explore different ways to work through it because if right. it's, it's still lingering, then find different ways to work through it. And hypnosis worked for me, fighting works for Cole, and we'll find something that works for you. But I think the exploration is- yeah.
4: Okay. Cool. All right. Cool. Thank Rocking you. Rock and roll.
0: I'm super proud of you for doing the work. Good fucking job. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. What's up, April?
5: Hey, how are you?
0: I'm absolutely fantastic. How are you doing?
5: I'm good. This is my first pod chat. I've been listening to you for like two years, so it's cool to be on the other side now. But okay, so I have a question. I'm not sure if it's a mindset problem or if I'm not sure if it's a strategy problem, but obviously there's everything going on with the Palestine and Israel situation right now that's all over social media. So, like, I do wanna get into like posting properly and like still promoting my business. But how do I make it seem like in a way where I'm posting my business, but I'm not being insensitive about the situation? Because I feel like everyone's, especially like my major clientele, is Muslims. So so how do I kind of post it in a way where I don't feel in, like I'm not insensitive to them in itself. And like, I'm still being like aware about the situation because right now I feel like I'm just posting about like the situation, but I'm not posting anything about my business at all.
0: Yep. You're, asking, you're So there's three questions. So which one do you want me to address first?
5: Whichever, it doesn't matter. <laughs>
0: okay. So first things first is I hear you. And no matter what, no matter where we are in the world, no matter what time we are in the world. There's always going to be a situation happening, whether it's George Floyd and the entire internet when George Floyd happened, whether it's COVID, right now it's the Palestine situation, it was the Ukraine war. Like there's always going to be something going on. And so, and I I think especially if it it affects our communities, it hits Kelowna, the forest fires, and like my entire town was fucking on fire. Like business has to go on. And if you want to make sure that you don't, are you not insensitive to it, then you can pin a post on your page to show your respect. But your business has to go on. Because when your landlord comes knocking on your fucking door and is like, pay me my money, you can't be like, I can't. There's the Israel and Palestine situation. So I can't post about my business. So I can't pay you because I don't have the money because I haven't been able to generate it because like he's not going to give a fuck. He's going like, to pay me my money or get out of my fucking house. Like business has to resume. And I think that now, I think that the approach that you should take is like, your mental and physical health is more important like now more than ever and like what we can do is we can be strong for the people that need us but like we as a community can choose to like be strong work on our physical and our mental health because we have the opportunity to do so so that we can be strong for the people that need us like that can be an angle that you can play but i also just think that like you still need to pay your bills so you still need to post about your business And the shadow ban is 100% because that's all you're posting about. Because that's what the algorithm does. It's like when I was doing, I don't know how long you followed me for, but if you follow me through the free BC stuff, when I was basically fighting the government, I got shadow banned because the government doesn't like that. Government doesn't like when you speak out against issues. And so if you're all you're posting about is that, then you're going to get, you're going to be shadow banned. So I think it's like, you need to care, but you need to not over involve yourself. Because is there anything that you can do right now that's going to fix the situation? Yes? No?
5: To an extent, but no. Not to an much. extent
0: then if that's yeah. case, then like post about it to an extent but like do you have a mortgage to pay do you live in a house where you have to pay rent
5: yeah
0: is that like yeah. to, is that to an extent or is that like a hundred percent fact
5: that's like all my responsibilities so. yeah
0: that's a hundred percent fact so we need yeah. to fucking focus on that like you can still be polite and still be respectful and pin the post and if you want to post on your stories about it every single day sending love okay but like you still need to run your business okay cool does that make sense yeah, that helped a lot. <laughs> good. Now go make a fucking post about your business. Thank you. You're very welcome. And welcome to the podcast. Thanks. You're welcome. Sammy, congratulations on all your most recent success. Look at you. Hi, Brian. How are you doing?
5: I'm great. Wait, what do you mean my recent success? It's... I feel like I haven't been here in a while, so oh, I'm no, you, feeling been guilty.
0: <laughs> no, you're not. Why are you, Why are you guilty? We were just talking about your freshness in the DMs. I'm just saying congrats. Doing good. Okay.
5: Thank you. I don't know. Lately, I've been like really struggling. And there's been just a lot of like life situations happening, which are all like amazing things. You know, I had to go home for a wedding. It was my first time back home since I moved. So it was way more emotional than I was expecting, like the homesickness. And I had to balance like work. I have a service dog. So it was the first time we took her on a plane. And it was a major success. Thank God. But like, my anxiety, Brian has been off the chart. Like even now, it's like, I can't breathe. and I was like I'm, I'm so anxious to talk to you guys. Like I asked a completely wrong question. Like I, it just came out wrong. And I had asked about like hitting my 10 K. So I was talking about how I was trying to hit my 10 K, but also set boundaries. Cause I feel like I'm just kind of like losing myself, but I'm still doing all my shit. You know, like, I feel like my content's been like better than ever. I did one today about like, cucumbers instead of chips. So what you were talking about the authenticity, like that's something I use to like, lose my weight. So I don't know, I guess I kind of came on here because I felt like I hadn't really been showing up. So this was my way of being like, okay, I'm restarting, even if like the journey just keeps going up and down, you know, but yeah, I have
0: multiple things to say to you. So we're, we're going to talk about restarting, and we're going to talk about anxiety. If I had to ask you why you're anxious, what would you say?
5: Because I feel like since I started like being a coach, you know, back in March, it was all that I wanted to be. But now that I am like, the confidence in myself definitely has kind of like limited. So I get anxious about like, whether or not I'm serving my girls enough, or if the stuff I'm posting is correct. And if I'm showing up enough for like my personal life, because you know, I kind of like ignore my friends and family, like I could talk to them more but I work a lot more than I do any of that. So I guess that's kind of where it comes from. Like people pleasing. That's it. That is it right there. Trying to people pleasing. Nope, nope,
0: nope, nope. No, you don't think? Nope. Can I ask you a super direct question? Yeah. Why do you feel like you're not good enough?
5: I don't know. Like it's kind of deep, but I feel like it always comes back to my dad. He kind of like abandoned me when I was like just born. And my mom, she was in so much pain after that. So like everything, oh, you're gonna make me cry. But everything you said about your mom, like. I understand. It was like, no matter how many A's I got or how many games I won in softball, like when I was at my peak about to go to college for it, she manipulated me into not doing it because she wanted me to go in another direction, you know? So I guess it really stems from like my parents and going home brought a lot of that up because moving, I, I started healing and releasing and like, they don't know anything about my business, you know? So it's really deep, but that's kind of what has been coming up the most.
0: Do you think that going home might've stimulated and stirred up these emotions again? Probably, yeah. Okay. Now I wanna ask you a question because I feel like the reason I asked you the question, why do you feel like you're not good enough is because I'll tell you what I heard from you. And let me know if you guys heard this on the podcast as well. I don't know if I'm serving my clients enough. I don't know if I'm doing a good enough job. I don't know if I'm posting good enough content. And then I don't know if I'm being there for my friends enough. All of that just sounds like I'm not good enough. Correct or incorrect?
5: Mm -hmm. Correct.
0: Okay. So. Now, do you think that's true or are those just ideas that are in your head that are lies? The lies. The lies. I think you're telling yourself lies. And everybody write this in the chat box. When you tell yourself a lie enough, eventually you believe it to be the truth. When you tell yourself a lie enough, eventually you believe it to be the truth. So what do we do? What do we do, Sammy? How do we change this around? How do we turn this mindset around? Let's hear some suggestions from the chat box. You guys are all fucking smart. You guys have been learning from me for a while. So (laughs) if I actually want to see, if you have something to say, I want you to raise your hand. Bray, what, how do we change this mindset around?
6: Hey, Sammy. Hey, her and I've talked a few times, but honestly, for someone that struggles with like family trauma and like all of this shit, like everyone, just like Brian said earlier on this call, like everyone has different ways of doing it. Cole versus Brian. For me, like talking to a therapist and really actually understanding how my brain works and why my brain works a certain way has been super helpful for me. I've been doing it consistently each week for seven months and it's been game changing. So I definitely recommend like you just going to go talk to someone having a safe space for you that has no, like is not related to anyone in your life, family, friends, partner can be really, really good, really good for mm-hmm. your mental. So obviously that's the most common answer, but it's what's helped me immensely. And I'm like fucking 29 almost. I love so it.
0: that's just my suggestion. I love it. Kenny, what would you do? So everything you were saying about not feeling good enough, all of that, like that I, that resonated super, super hard because that's something that for a really long time I struggled with too, especially the self-talk. So like I would always you know talk down to myself, all of those things. And the thing, like first off, therapy, 100%. But second, the other thing that really helped me is literally every time one of those negative thoughts comes into my brain, and they still do now, I force myself to stop and replace it with a positive one. Mm. So it's like, anytime I have a thought of like, oh, Kenny, you're such an idiot, I stop myself. I'm like, you're not an idiot. You just made a mistake. You're doing your best. Keep going. And it's like, I actually stop dead and make myself say that out loud. And it's like, over time, those thoughts come up less. And when they do come up, they don't stick because I forced myself to replace. Mm. I like that. Yeah, it's beautiful. So I'm going to jump in on that because I think that's beautiful. I resonate with that on a very deep level. Guys, I want everyone to write this in the chat box. If there's no enemy within, the enemy outside can do us no harm. Like you have to be aware of what's going on in your own head. This is a game of mindset. This is all a game of mindset. You guys want the strategy. You want the blueprint. You want the lead gen. It's all game of mindset. So when you catch yourself and like this is the thing, Sammy, you have to catch yourself. Yeah. I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy enough, I'm not doing a good enough job, I'm not there for my clients enough, you have to catch yourself. And when you catch yourself, you need to reframe it. I'm doing the best that I can, I'm showing up as much as I can. I'm literally doing the best that I can with the information that I have, I'm doing a good job. I'm doing a good job, I'm doing a good job, I'm doing a good job. I'm proud of myself. say it, I'm proud of myself.
5: I'm proud of myself.
0: I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of myself. You don't need anybody's validation. You don't need my validation. You don't need Cole's validation. You don't need your mom's validation. You need you. You need to look at yourself in the mirror and say, I like you. Go look at yourself in the mirror after this and be like, you're doing a good job. Okay. Look at yourself in the fucking eyeballs. You're doing a good job.
5: I will. I'll definitely do that.
0: You're doing a good job. There's no race to 10K. 10K is going to happen if you're in the community. I'm serious. It's called osmosis. You're in the community for long enough. Eventually, you get one call every single day, just like Mel. Keep showing up to the Mm -hmm. calls. Eventually, your fucking content starts to pop, just like Kenny. That's how it yeah. fucking happens. You When you're in the right environment and you put yourself in the fucking room, whether or not you have a question, Gabrielle, I promise it's going to happen for you too. Justin Klein, same for you. You keep putting yourself in the arena and it just starts to fucking happen. Look at Bray. <laughs> you don't need to worry about that. Yeah,
5: she's killing
0: it. It's, it's going to fucking happen. So relax. Okay. You hate yourself yeah, all the should. way to the fucking outcome. It's not fun, right?
5: Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that.
0: Let it go. It doesn't serve you anymore. Right. You know what's weird though? It's like, this is the fucked up part it is really fucked up when you become aware of the things that you've been saying to yourself that have been holding you back and you start to catch them and say different things it feels weird and it doesn't feel normal that's the. <laughs> that
5: makes weird. sense
0: it feels weird you almost like want to hold on to that because you like shame yourself and I, I'll be vulnerable with you guys that's how I've operated for most of my prep is like you're not doing a good enough job you need to fucking work harder you need to grind harder you need to catch up blah 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 And it's like, I get that. Like, I understand that because it's almost like I use that as like a quote unquote edge to push harder. But sometimes Mm -hmm. you just need to fucking give yourself grace and be like, I'm proud of you, Sammy. You're doing a good job, Sammy. You don't have to use it as a weapon against yourself. You can love yourself to success, not hate yourself.
5: I like that. You can love yourself to success.
0: Cool. Thank you.
5: I feel better. Yeah, I feel better. Thank you so much.
0: Go give yourself the love that you deserve.
5: Okay, I will. Thank you, Brian. Thanks, everyone.
0: You are welcome. Shraddha, what's going on, girl?
5: Hi, Brian. This is my first time on so
7: I'm excited. Welcome.
1: Okay.
7: Um, thank you. So my question is, I keep it short, Um, a lot of things happening in my personal life, which I did rant about on the group. Um, So I have to be flying to Australia because my sister's unwell. She was in the hospital. Then I have to be going back to India to look after my parents. I don't want to cry right now. But it's like, how do I manage my business? Hmm. And I don't want it to affect me because she tried committing suicide. And I just, I don't know. And I think I brought it up before that I don't, I feel like I'm blaming myself because I talk about mental health and I talk about things, but I can't help her.
0: And I just don't know. Well, first of all, I'm sorry to hear about everything going on in your personal life. Second thing is, I understand the feeling of not being able to help your family because I think that's. The reason I became an online coach in the first place is uh, my entire family. Uh, and I'm not going to speak on suicide because I'm not an expert. And I'm just going to let you know that. But my entire family is obese. The, my whole family. And my whole life, nothing I did would, could ever change that. And I felt like I blamed myself for a very long time. I was like, how can I be the only fit one? And like, I, I felt like all this like shame and guilt. So the what I will say in regards to like leading your family is the best thing that you can do to lead your family is to lead yourself. You cannot control what your family members do at all. You can help. But if you aren't leading yourself, if you're not on top of your own mindset, you're not on top of your own success rituals, you're not on top of your own morning ritual, you're not on top of your own like staying optimistic and positive. When you go there, you're not going to be very much help to them. And so you asked me the question, how can I show up for my business and how can I show up for my family? Show up for yourself. So like, I want to know, like, what are you doing for yourself, your own mindset rituals, your own gratitudes, your own meditations, your own visualizations, your own, like, what are you doing for you right now?
7: Um. so I wake up and I uh, meditate because I'm also a yoga teacher. so, So I use that all onto myself. So I meditate, I do my gratitudes. Um. I don't do affirmations right now, but I think I have to. And Then I go to the gym and I listen to your podcast. So that really helps me to get on with my day. Um, And that's that. But I feel like I'm, I only have four clients so far. So I really put all my energy into them and they've been crushing it. Okay. But I haven't been able to succeed more, if that makes sense, because I'm just so stuck in the whole family drama.
0: Pause. So it's two things. One, yes, you need to start putting affirmations in your morning ritual because you can use affirmations towards your success. And the affirmations that you can use are, I attract clients frequently, easily, and effortlessly. It is so easy for me to attract clients. I absolutely love serving my clients. And that's why I have more and more clients coming to me. So you can use affirmations. You start, again, you tell yourself a lie enough, eventually it's going to be fucking true. So you keep affirming to yourself. It's like, you keep affirming to yourself. I won the show. I'm the overall champion. I won the show. I won the show. I won the show. Eventually it becomes truth. So for you, you need to use affirmations to get you to do the things that you need to do in order to be successful. So add affirmations to your morning ritual. And also you need to, so now let's talk. So the mindset stuff, add the affirmations. I also want you to write this down. This is important is define what your non-negotiables are every day, no matter what. And so every day, no matter what I have non-negotiables, even though I'm on prep and I'm fucking dying. There are certain non-negotiables that I never fucking miss on on a day-to-day basis. And so I'm going to tell you what yours are. I talked about this on the podcast last week too. 20 minutes of content creation, 20 minutes of lead generation, 20 minutes of serving your clients. Those are your non-negotiables no matter what. So even if you're on a plane to Australia, even if you're in India, even if you're fucking only have two hours of sleep, you do those three things every single day, you will grow a business. It really is that simple. It really is. People overcomplicate it. So if you do your non-negotiables and then when you have more time, you're like, oh, I have three hours to work today. Okay, do an hour of content, an hour of Legion and an hour of servicing your clients. I have eight hours to work today. Okay, cool. Now you get what I'm saying? Those are the only three things you actually need to do. Everything else is just a bonus. So your mindset's on point. You're gonna add one thing to make it better. When you do like, I know that you're a yoga teacher and then you do meditation, but me and you both know that you can do a yoga class and get absolutely nothing out of it, right? You're not focused. You're not intentional. You're just fucking off in the clouds. Correct or incorrect?
7: Yes, yes.
0: So intentional. When, so when you're doing your fucking practice, I want you to focus on being present. You need yeah. to let, you need to let go of the drama, because if you're if you're carrying that drama with you throughout your day every day, and I know it's not drama. I know it's I would classify it as trauma because you're dealing with some heavy shit, but it's like you, you're not going to be able to serve those people when you see them if you're not present in this moment right now. So you need to practice being present. Write that down.
7: I have a question. Do you also think I should share this with my clients or just like, I don't know if I should be vulnerable?
0: If you feel compelled to, it's not a necessity, right? It's not a necessity. I would say I share 95% of everything that goes on with you guys. There might be a 5% that I don't share, but it's like, I share what I think will will benefit and serve. So what I think you should do, I'm gonna take should out because should is not a word I wanna use. What I think would be useful would be for you to like focus on yourself and get yourself into a good place. And then if you feel like the lessons that you've learned through getting yourself into a good place through this time can benefit your clients, then share it with them. But sharing it for the sake of sharing, I personally you have to ask yourself that question. I can't give you that answer.
7: Okay. That makes sense. Does that help? Yeah, Yeah, very helpful. Yeah, because I was just, I don't even know. I mean, there's a lot of things going on. So I don't know where I'm going to be next week and then the week after. So it's just yeah it's hard to plan things
0: well disagree i disagree with that because what you're gonna plan is you're gonna plan what's non-negotiable every day that's five items so i gave you three already content lead gen serve your clients so those are the three things add two more maybe it's 15 minutes of meditation and 15 minutes of yoga does that make sense
7: yeah
0: And even if you're in the airport you're in india you've only had two hours of sleep you're fucking you're in a random hotel you can do these five things right yeah you ground yourself in these five things. And then when you have extra time, then you can do other things. So you need to change the mindset that it's hard to plan because if you say that to yourself and you tell yourself a lie, it's going to become true, right? So yeah. do your five things. Your business is going to grow. Your mindset's going to be on point. You got this shit.
7: Okay. Thanks. I feel better. <laughs> Thank you.
0: You're welcome. I got you. Thanks. Zada, do you have a question? Or did you just raise your hand and give some feedback?
8: It was more a gratitude thing because I, um, if my camera starts to stutter then you can just take me off the camera but it was a gratitude thing because everybody's talking about mindset right now and i feel like the beautiful part about the academy is it is based around like that 10k number but like that can give you so much channel vision it's almost sick Like because i'm used to having money so when i banked on myself and that required self-work because it wasn't that it wasn't capable it was that the mindset behind being the person that makes my own money was treacherous. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, shit, I have work to do <laughs> personally. Mm-hmm. So it was like, even like right now, like, um. and by the way, I took your advice. I didn't wait till next month. I started to do the booking calls now. And I've booked several calls because I have put in the work in the past. But it's still requiring me to show up. <laughs> I'm like, so I have calls booked. And I am booking uh, clients again, but I'm still trying to like make sure I take my time because I have an ego problem when it comes to money. So I'm loving the fact that changing lives is now becoming first. And I believe that was my overall problem. Like I was like, nah, this money needs to come in now. And I know I deserve it. And I know I need it. And it was like, nope, you ain't getting none. So I started scaring people off by just hounding the money. But now I'm like doing what everybody's been saying in the Academy, which is build relationships, build trust. And i just been kind of like chatting with people and people are starting to come to me. So this kind of like all this conversation around mindset, it truly is the the system is, is perfect. And it's really just all about like having that conversation and being intentional. Like, no, like I see you really have a problem. I genuinely want to help you. Like, I'm not going to force my program on you. I'm just trying to look out like I see you looking for something. So if you need it, I got you. If you don't look at my content i got free content in there so i think that all this like making it sound like you've been simplifying everything i don't know if it's because you're in prep and you don't got time but you've been like like it's just this it's just this i only have time for the extras but it's very bottom line it truly is like it's not complicated it's very simple like get your shit together get your mind right take care of yourself and go help people and then that's it that's how you get to ten thousand dollars so I'm slowly getting my way back, but I'm taking my time more so because I want to focus so heavily on building myself, my mindset that once I do hit my 10K month, it's never going to go away and it's going to gradually grow. So I just want to say, I appreciate you for that because you go to for that.
0: Mm, I received that. Thank you. That's dope.
8: Absolutely. That's it. That's
0: dope. It's really fucking cool. Well, guys, this is a really powerful fucking episode. I'm excited. Thank you for all the vulnerable shares. There were some great questions and you guys are fucking rock stars. So I appreciate you guys always showing up, and I apologize if I was a little bit lower energy today. I'm four days out, and I'm fucking tired, so hopefully I was able to serve you guys and give you guys the value that you needed. Love y'all. Who am I going to see in Texas? If if I'm going to see you in Texas, raise your hand. I'm curious. Melanie Jackson, what up? Anybody else? Abby, are you in Texas? Are you coming to Summer Shredding? Abby W? Yeah, you. Are you coming to Texas? Yeah. Good. Yeah,
5: I'll be there. I'm coming with the whole Austin squad, so there's like literally... 10 of
0: us coming down. I'm fucking stoked. You guys better be all when I get on stage.
5: Yeah, we're going to get fucking nuts. I'm excited.
0: Cool. All right, guys, that is it. That is all. Hope you guys all have the best day of your entire life. Thank you guys so much for coming. And if those of you guys that do come to Texas, I may be doing some sort of like PT on breakfast on like Monday or something, but I'll keep you guys posted. Love y'all. Have the best day ever. Talk to you guys soon. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Hopefully you got some value. If you did, and you want to learn more about how me and my team can help you scale your online fitness business to $10,000 a month, DM me 10K on Instagram at TheRealBrianMark for more information, and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help you grow an online coaching business.